This episode of At The Bar is recorded on the lands of the Ghana people and we pay our respects to Elders past, present and emerging. I'm Jane Gretch and welcome to At The Bar, a podcast about running a dance studio, the highs, the lows and everything in between. As a dance studio owner, business coach, leadership expert, and the founder and author of Dance Step, a dance student teacher education program, my mission is to educate, encourage, and empower all I serve. Each week, I'll share a mixture of solo episodes and interviews, sharing ideas, hopefully making you smile, and reminding you that you are not alone. So, what are we waiting for? Join me at the bar. Hello, everyone. Miss Jane here again back at the bar. It's like I like it here or something. Um, today, I am going to be chatting about the gifts of Rona. Stay with me. I promise you are. there are some. But before we get into that crazy sounding episode, can I remind you one more time that I'm going to be joined by my front desk superstar, Susie, um, on May the 13th. That's a Friday. We're going to be running a special workshop designed exclusively for your front desk legends. So we know the work that your reception or your admin team, your front desk, um, yeah, superstars is what I call them, and that work is so valuable and we'd love to support them to be the best they can be. So it's Friday the 13th of May at 12 p.m. AEST. But if they cannot attend live, we completely understand. Register a seat for them anyway and we'll send the recording within 24 hours. To do that, head to the bio of my Insta profile at Dance Studio Success and you can find the booking link there or it's also pinned to the top of my free Facebook group, The Collective. So if you're a member, jump on in there too. Now let's do the gifts of Rona. <laughs> Hello everybody, so lovely to have you back at the bar or in my case, back in my walk-in wardrobe. <laughs> I'm just a girl sitting in my walk-in wardrobe uh, recording podcasts. Yes, that's me. Look, I'm pretending I'm at some kind of fabulous bar with a gorgeous cocktail and that you are sitting opposite me and we're both looking fabulous. So let's do that. Not in my comfy house pants in my walk-in wardrobe. I hope wherever you're listening to this today or tonight that you are doing really well. Today, I want to talk to you. I've titled this episode Gifts of Rona, which was silly of me because I am just going to talk about one, I guess, little upside that I found um, lately, quite recently, just a little hack that I'm going to adopt. But I want to put a very brief disclaimer on this episode because I don't want to trivialize. I don't... Mm, how do I put this? Can you tell this is not rehearsed? <laughs> uh, I reckon perhaps if I did have a glass of champagne, I might be more coherent. 
I just don't want to trivialize, trivialize, that's how you say that, some of the trauma that we have all experienced, all very different, of course, um, definitely managing you know, COVID-19 as a business owner has been difficult and I don't want to bring a whole lot of toxic positivity, you know, and, and try and sweep that trauma under the carpet and be like, yeah, but look at all the silver linings because some of my silver linings may have come out of really, really dark, heavy rain clouds. And I'm not going to be talking, luckily, <laughs> I'm not going to be talking about those today, but maybe with time we can, uh, but perhaps a little too soon for now. What I experienced recently was was just a little upside, I guess. Liam, my son, um, he's so fun. Liam, my son, uh, like most of the world, um, returned a positive test to the coronavirus. This was a, about a month ago now, maybe maybe even earlier. Anyway, at the time that that happened, where I live in South Australia, that forced the rest of the family into seven days isolation. And the timing, look, he did a great job, bless him. He He's in a class of about 23, I think. I don't know. I'm a pretty hands-off mum. <laughs> Let's say there's 23 kids in his class and it was like um, <laughs> last man standing. You know, he got down to the final three in his class that, that hadn't caught it. Um, he loves his mask. He really actually loves his little mask. So cute. And so he, he would wear it all the time, um, which wasn't a requirement of, of his age group, but he really liked it. I don't know, I think maybe he likes to hide in it or something. Um, so he did pretty well, you know, last three out of 23, and he was so proud. But then um, the day before a long weekend, the March long weekend, he, he returned a positive test. Long story shorter, <laughs> um, we all had to stay home. Now, it, it was pretty good timing because I do still teach. I still have a teaching load. And because it was the long weekend, it meant I didn't have to organize relief teachers or I didn't have to zoom into my classes. We could just kind of ease into this staying at home. And also, my friends brought me snacks like that. I mean, I've got cool friends, right? But yeah, they, and they weren't healthy snacks. Um <laughs> They were yummy. So, you know, we, we, were, we were okay about it is what I'm trying to say. I was, there was a little bit of sadness because I do like to get to the beach on long weekends and we were not allowed to do that, but that's okay. We stayed home and all was well. Now, after the long weekend, we still had about five days um, where we had to stay home. And so, of course, I couldn't go into the studio. Now, this is the bit I want to tell you about. So, even though I try not to be a control freak, notice the use of the word try, because I think all business owners are a little bit controlling if we're, if we're being really honest. Like we like things, maybe not controlling, but like our way is the best way, right? We like things, we like getting our own way. Mm -hmm. 
not sure I needed to be a business owner for that part of my personality to show up. I do, I will, I do like getting my own way. However, um, as as a leader, we we need to know that we we don't need to be in everybody's faces all the time. Like there is value in letting people make decisions. Um, I have good systems. We'll talk about those another day. But I have really good systems that allow my people who I trust implicitly, like best team ever, to make decisions on my behalf. They've got structure to it. You know, they're not floating around going, oh, what would Jane do? Mm, I don't know. What do you think? Shall we just use the magic eight ball? Um, Although that has been used at times uh, by me, I mean. Yeah, so they, they're pretty good at making decisions and I'm pretty good at letting them. But, of course, if I'm there, right, even though my office is separate, if I can hear two of my team members having a discussion, um, you know, I, I might eavesdrop a little and I might perhaps go and stick my nose in where and go, oh, what are you talking about? Hmm? Or maybe they're trying to problem solve and I might be like, well, I'm a good problem solver. Here I come. Hold on, won't be long. Just putting on my cape as I fly down the stairs and here I am to rescue you. And what I remembered by being at home, and I'm uh, I'm not in actually in the office a huge amount, but by being at home and really not being able to go in. I remembered the importance of getting the hell out of the way. (laughs) So, you know, before COVID, BC, as Miss Melanie Gard likes to call it from Peninsula School of Dance, BC, I used to travel quite a lot, um, you know, probably four times a year in just for about four to five days at a time. So, I, there would be once a quarter, a, at least about a, a week, where my team were left to their own devices. And I felt very refreshed when I would come back. And I think they did too. <laughs> a little bit like when you're, you're a young adult, you're still living at home with mum and dad. Mum and dad go away for a holiday and you're left in the house. And you're like, yeah, I don't want to be like the the boss of this house forever because, you know, I don't want to pay the rent and or the mortgage or I don't want to, you know, clean it. <laughs> I just want to choose what I want to eat for a week. And um, I think it's a little bit like that. There's a bit of a freedom to it. And meanwhile, mum and dad are on their holiday and they're like, woohoo. Um, that's a bit how I felt when I used to have a break from from the studio and I'm pretty sure my team felt that way too. And because, you know, travelling has been pretty hard, I just haven't had that. And so this little break that um, Liam's positive result forced on us was the closest thing I had to that. And what I found was my team, of course, stepped up. Of course they did because they're wonderful and they had problems and they solved them. They made decisions that needed making. And not only that, yay for them, by the way, but not only that, I I went into like beast mode here at home after the long weekend, you know, where I did weird, like seriously weird gardening type things, you know, like, I don't know took all the dead plants out of the pots and put the pots in a pile and hosed down 
the pavers. I don't know what I was thinking. I got all like Martha Stewart. After I did that for a couple of days, um, I, I got back in front of my computer and man, I was amazing. <laughs> just, just over here cracking myself up. Like I smashed through that work, something chronic. I, my output, my productivity was five stars. I kept on like doing printouts like I was in year seven. I'd come out and show Brian. I was like, look what I made. Look what I made. Look at this. And I got all of these weird little things that were 80% finished, done. I just, oh, so fun. I felt so good. Um, and, you know, really kind of just cleared off so much stuff off my desk and then I was like this is cool and here is my gift I remembered that my team need me to get out the way and I remembered that I need to get out of their way and the little upside of that was that I had a really good week at home you know like kind of did work potted around did work potted around which admittedly I do do a couple of days a week, but like just to have a really big bulk number of days in a row, um, as well as, of course, not having to do the school run, like, oh, that was the best. So, you know, not losing. My kid's school is 15 minutes away. So depending on what Brian's doing, we try and share it, but I can lose up to about an hour and 20 every day driving in my car. Um which is not bad. I listen to podcasts, sometimes even my own. <laughs> I, I realise how sad that sounds. Um, and probably if I'm listening to this bit in my car in the future because I forget what I say, that's why I re-listen, I will be cringing. So don't worry. If you're cringing, I'm cringing too. What was I saying? Oh, that I didn't have to do the school run. Okay. I'm going to try and be more focused. Um, I, I just really found that time very valuable and I, I felt so refreshed when I went back into the office afterwards and so much so that I've got this big wall calendar um, on my office wall and I looked at the next three terms because this was in term one and I looked at term two and I looked at term three and I looked at term four and in the middle of each of those terms around my other kind of appointments that were already locked in, I blocked off five days where I was not going to go in the office. Like I was like, I'm pretending that I'm going away somewhere to Jane land. Um, maybe I might go somewhere, who knows, but I've blocked them off. I've closed them off on my calendar so people cannot book in with me. I will give the dates or have already given some of the dates to my team so they know they cannot book anything with me. Like I am just completely off grid, so to speak. And I've done that for all three terms, five days. Um, and I'm really excited about it. Now, little asterisks, I do, like I think I've already mentioned, I do still teach a little bit not a huge amount, like eight hours or something a week, maybe not even, um, depending on how many relief teaching classes I'm doing. Um, so I will still go to those because actually they're the highlight of my, my week and I get all my happy endorphins from them and also I don't get fat. Um, so I will still go to teach, but that's that's it. If if I'm here in Adelaide, I'm, I'm not going in, I'm not doing 
meetings. I'm not doing recordings. I'm not doing coaching calls. And um, I just thought I would share that. In a really long-winded way, I have spent around about 10 to 15 minutes telling you my son had COVID, we had some time off, it was really good, and we're going to do it again. (laughs) Awesome. Yeah, that's basically it. Um, Anyway, I'm going to get back to you about whether my second round of that is just as good because I don't think we need to to wait to be unwell to have a break. Um, and I mean, I know it's not like a break. I'm not going to go to the Bahamas or anything, but it's a, it is a break from routine and it's a break of expectation from me. You know, I, I do put out a lot of content into the world and I put out a lot of, well, I hope love um, and support to, the, to those I, I mentor and coach. And so that can get even though I love it, um, that can get tiring. So I think just even knowing that that little circuit breaker is there once a term is going to be really healthy for me. Um, And I will report in like a good journalist that I am. So I hope that that was not too much of a rambling um, podcast. I think we can all see that I, I didn't plan it out hugely. But if you were sitting at the bar with me and I had had a couple of glasses of wine which I want you to know I have not at the time of recording this because it would be inappropriate um but that that was a pretty authentic chat that's pretty well how I talk (laughs) you've just got the real me um yes which is fun isn't it all right go well thank you as always for listening to me at the bar ramble in this case can you have a look at your calendar do me a favour. Can you have a look at your calendar and see if there's some days that you can cross off? If it's not completely Monday to Friday, maybe start with a couple less and see if you can um, schedule some circuit breakers. I did read something about, you know, if you don't take a break, then life will force you to or something like that. And, you know, when you end up sick. So let's not wait. Let's not wait to burn out. Let's not wait to have our little little mini you know like a little tantrum let's schedule them and make ourselves a priority even if that means that we're still working but we're working in a different way thanks again for being here and i'll chat to you next time at the bar bye for now thank you again for joining me at the bar i'm always so humbled when people tell me that they enjoyed an episode i'm like really did you oh my gosh that means somebody's listening (laughs) (laughs) because sometimes I think it might just be me. (laughs) So thank you. I really do appreciate your time so much. Today's episode was brought to you by um, my special, 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 special workshop for um, customer relationship managers, front desk superstars. I chatted about it at the beginning. Um, It's on Friday, 13th of May. If you're interested to find out more, head to my um, Instagram profile at Dance Studio Success. I've done some posts on it. And also you can um, head to my link tree and you'll find the link in there. I'd love to, you know, really support your team and uh, help them out as much as we can. Thanks again for listening. Until next time, I'll see you at the bar. Thanks for joining me at the bar. To find out more about past episodes 
or how I can help you grow your own leadership or train student teachers, head to dancestep.com.au. Great leaders create leaders, and I'm here to help you be and do both. And please remember to rate and review me on your podcast player of choice. See you next time at the bar. You've been listening to another Morgan Media production. 